Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Hey, yo. So, Ohio's top spitter, Shuasai Holler. I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. It's for the east side, nigga. All right, so we got my boy, Suicide Holler, jumping off the porch with us today. Welcome, yes, bro. Yes, sir, man. Yeah, man. I came down here with the team. They came all the way from yes, Cleveland, sir. Ohio. Yes, we repping, man. It's for the east side. Nah, that's what's good, man. Go ahead, shout them out. Oh, they yeah, made that drive or that flight with you, man. Out, man. Shout yourself out. It's Dre, TFK Dre, man. You can find me on underscore me on Instagram, underscore, underscore Dre. Man, that's it. Cause Okay. Yeah, I'll be rapping and y'all got a got a song on my body, you can follow me. MSC we got AC. Only way Vaughn manager. Yeah, CEO. No good to label. Yes, sir. Couple artists going on. We missing a couple here, but yeah, we're about to get it right. V T. And uh, V Day two, man. X underscore Vaughn, three E. Top ten for the label page. No good to label. You on the way for sure. Better up, guys. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and my brother, he my twin brother, he's supposed to be here too. Man. V Day two. Shout him out, shout him out. No good to label, we on the way. We'll be back. The whole squad will be back. Y'all will see us soon. Yeah, so shoot, man. Talk to us about life in Cleveland, man. What be going on up there right now? <coughs> man, honestly, I moved out of Cleveland around 2018, but I'm going to tell you the story leading up to that. Uh, I jumped on the scene around 2012 and, and literally just like stumped my way through that John, you know what I mean, on some real bully type, but was was more calculated, real methodical with it and did my, just did my lyrical thing, man, and just went all the way to the top, man. Now I'm Ohio's top spitter. And because of that, I won't say that the path was easy, but, but things kind of fell in place for me. But the city of Cleveland as a whole and the music, it's not the easiest path. And I'm sure that's for any city, but it's definitely like one of the toughest paths, period. So you gotta be way different. But it's, it's all right up there. You do your do and stay out the way, is what I say. Stay out the way, cause you're in the way and they see you shining, they coming for that ASAP, ASAP, dog. Yeah, so what would you say are like some of the obstacles the artists faced in Cleveland to try and make it out the city then? Political systems. I'm sure these are prevalent across the states, but um, you run into political systems where me personally, it wasn't so tough because I grew up in a system. So with me already being in the system and playing outside of that, I had to learn how to be outside of that system. So once I got into the musical system, it was like, all right, I don't have to really indulge either. And I could still shine, I could find another door. But it's just, it's tough, man. I won't, I won't lie because the political system will say, quote unquote, Mike is the hottest in the city at the moment when Mike isn't better than somebody that you may know. And it could be biased, possibly, 
or opinionated, but at the same time, it'd be a lot of people doing they do and they don't get the diligence, like they don't get the shine for it. Mm -hmm. And I understand it because I, I saw it, I watched it from an outside standpoint, but you gotta really just put your head down and dig your feet in, man, and just run through this shit. Nah, that's for real, man, yeah. So who would you put on like your Mount Rushmore of artists from Cleveland, man? From Cleveland? We would have to go, we would have to go first on that list. Let me put them, you want me to put them in order, one through nah, four? No, they got to be on order. Or if it ain't no order, then we're going Scott, Mc, Scott Muscutty, a.k.a. Kid Cuddy. We're going King Chip. We're going Machine Gun Kelly, and we're going myself. That's a fire line. Now, why do you put yourself on that list? Artistically, creatively, musically, there's nobody that can fuck with me, period. They know it. So it's not really something that I really hide, but it's not something that I just walk around saying because cause I do it, you know what I mean? And I just let the work speak. Yeah. But it, it's inevitable. I feel that. So you mentioned you moved out of the city in what, 2018? 2018. Okay. So where did you end up moving to and what, what made you move to the city? I ended up traveling down to the south and, and ended up in the DMV around Virginia. Okay. And, and it, was, it was a good move, man. It cleared my mind. It helped me actually elevate and evolve into the artists that, that most are seeing today and I'm still evolving. Like when I was on the scene in Cleveland, because I wanted to stand out and because I had found my niche lane, it was just all about lyricism. And I just wanted to go straight to the top, just winning state awards over and over for lyricism, like six over like a 10 year span. So I don't just say Ohio's top just because to say it, you know what I mean? I really put these words together in a way that is different, different. So once I got down to VA and was able to get a, a clear peace of mind and just sit and relax, I started really dealing with the melodies and things, the real origin of Cleveland music, way back to Bone Thugs and Harmony and things like that, what, what got us known worldwide. So once I dug into that, man, I just became just a whole different beast, man. And now that I'm down in VA, I can just create freely. Yeah. And what's the music scene like in uh, Virginia right now, man? Virginia's smooth, man. They do a lot of shows around the Virginia Beach area. They got a scene popping. They do some things. They got a couple artists out of Norfolk really doing their thing. Virginia cool, man. Yeah. Virginia not bad. Yeah, there's a lot of talent coming out of Virginia too right now. Yeah, I've I seen a couple young dudes. I've seen them. Good show. Out of Norfolk area, it's close. Okay. So let's take it way back. Like, what inspired you to get into music at first? What, when, and when did man, you first let's, start rapping? let's take it way back, man. Let me get you way deep into it, young. We going back to, as far as I can remember, all I knew was nonstop violence and, and de deprivation and just the lack of. All I knew, all I, that's all I seen every day was, was in a sense, nothing, you know what I mean? Starvation, um, theft, crime, uh, violence. So once I'm getting around school age, I'm going to school, it's, it's, it's nonstop fighting, things that try to you know, deflect what was going on in the home, things that I was seeing, emulating. So we get around age six, from around age four to six, mind you, from birth, I never seen a pops. But from four to six, I never seen a mother either. 
So it was just me and five other siblings just surviving. And around five, my grandmother took us in. So we around like 82nd Cedar. Like if you know about Cleveland, you know about that area, Fairfax. It's the rec center over there. And I'm just, we just surviving, man, doing what we do on a daily. Still, violence, crime is real high in Cleveland, man, if you're not hit. Six and a half, I come home from school one day, some black cars outside. You coming with us, you, your siblings, y'all coming with us. We no longer with these people. We no longer with these people. I go into the foster system. So age six, I'm in the foster system, and all I know daily is I don't have my siblings around no more that I just was surviving with for four years, but now it's these new people that I don't really know, and I don't really want to be here, but I don't know how to express it either. So I just stayed outside every day and eventually taught myself ball and taught myself these different things, start falling into music that really hit home and what I was dealing with and, and I was starting to understand it, it became artists like DMX, Jay Hood, a lot of artists from New York like uh, D-Block, Styles, um, Straws, The Punchline King, Chameleonaire became real prevalent, 50, the mixtape 50, and one of the biggest man was, was Big L. And once I fell in the big L and the storytelling and it was so close to what I had been through, man, it was just like, I think this is it. You know what I mean? I start putting the words together around like 13. Okay. And did you start re-releasing music at that time too? Nah, or when did nah, that come? I was actually, I'm gonna tell you the whole story, B. Cause it's wild times, we on Dirty Glove around from around like age eight to 13, my, my foster family kept wanting to adopt me. But I thought in my mind, I thought it meant that my other family didn't exist no more. So I kept rejecting, boom. 13, I comply. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. All right, so around this time, I'm getting into the music and everything. So with this complying, I still had this, this want to get back. So it turned in, it formed into rebellion. So what I did was 13 and a half, 14, I start waking up middle of the night and just stealing my parents' cars and shit. And I had a homie in school that was writing too, a couple of homies, they had a group. And I'm like, man, I can write too. He like, well, my mother worked third shift. So I'm like, fuck it, my mother be snoring. I know when it's snoring that she gone. Yeah, you know I mean, I can get the job, get out, open the garage, pull out, turn the light off. So I was doing that for a long time. I ain't never get caught. And we was putting together songs. This was freshman year. 
couple other guys at school was dope. We was just putting records together, man. I was known as the dude that you come in the hallway, they beat on the locker, and I just got diverse. And it, it just traveled from that. I say I stopped making music because around 11th, 10th, 11th grade, I st my rebellion got worse. I start not going to school, running away for months at a time, and just doing a bunch of dumb shit, uh, blue collar shit, and then boom, I end up leaving where I was at with the foster system and going back to my family. I just couldn't take it no more at that point. So. Yeah. Once I got back to the family, the hustler was just in me because I had been outside every day. I'm just outside, my family, my aunt had a boyfriend who was a rapper and they was going to the studio, a real studio. I'm like, man, I got some bars from back in the day. I ain't never been to a real studio. So once they put me in that joint, they started looking at me like I could really rap. They was like, yo, yo, this dude is that. Like, and I could see it, so I just, 2012, that was around like 2010. So I'd say I, I got into some street shit and just was moving around, just trying to figure out life. In 2012, I, I told my uncle in the driveway at 7606 Colfax, it's time. And I, I never stopped writing from that day until probably around 2016 when I got my first hit. Yeah, that legendary too. And how'd you come up with your artist name and what, what's the meaning behind it? I came into <clears throat> I came into artistry as Young Holler, and due to like growing up so bad and just not having shit. Period. Having to really share shit with my sisters, like share clothes. You you imagine how that feel? You know what I'm saying? Around like ninth grade, when I started getting into some money, I, I gained an addiction for shoes, collecting shoes. I'm like, you know what I mean? I want what I never had, and it turned into an addiction. So. Around the time I really started taking music serious, I wanted to get into the marketing of it. I really started looking into the background of, you know what I mean, how this music shit worked. And I'm like, well, it's like three, four young hollers on YouTube. Like how I'm a, you know what I mean, maneuver through that. So I thought about it and I had my guys with me. Mind you, around the time I took it serious, the guys that I came down there with that was rapping, they was kind of like falling back into life. You know what I mean, it takes over most. So I'm like, my guys with me, they gonna kick it till death. I love these shoes. Suicide. <laughs> Holla. That's unique right, right there, yeah. When I went around the city with it, <clears throat> the people just accepted it and, and we shortened the shoe. And it's just like, they just shoe. Every time they see me, it's just shoe. And yeah. it, I ain't never had a gripe about it. Okay. And how many pairs of shoes do you own today? Is that addiction still there, or did you yeah, cut back? Or? Probably about like 200. 200? And out of those 200, how many do you usually wear? Probably about 12. <laughs> I know that's how it usually goes. Uh. They all sitting by the door. <laughs> I'll be, it's like when I go in the box, it's like I'm, I'm thinking of a fit or something. Man. I don't be. That shit is a hassle, man, especially when you move. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's no easy way to move 200 pairs of shoes. Uh. You going one box at a time, three, four boxes at a time at that. And they all in the boxes still. Yeah. Do you have a favorite pair that you uh, still have? Favorite pair, man. I don't still have it, but it would, it would be the Diamond Tiffany SBs. And the reason I say 
my favorite pairs because me and my official DJ actually sat outside the clothing store for 18 hours for them. 18 hours to get them. And and I was actually I had to work a shift, so he and it was in the cold. Cleveland Heights freezing. We get freezing weather in Cleveland. Man, we had our chair popped up. That joint was empty. You know, people looking at that joint like, man, come on now. I ain't seen nobody in hours, B. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> man, we it was it was rough. So did you flip them though? Yeah, but that's 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 another crazy part. Like throughout my career, just to like stay ahead of the curve and, and just be relevant, I I had to do things to to earn money. So I was always taking what I was sitting outside for hours for and flipping it three, four hundred, buy a bunch of CDs, pass them out. Like I did that shit forever and I keep doing it because in my mind, I'm gonna just go buy it all back. You know yeah. what I mean? No, that's real right there. Um, so what's the hit single that you get in 2016? 2016, man, I fall into a record called Hit Them Folks. I take a couple of Cleveland local rappers and I really boost them to another level, man. It was, it was a crazy time, man. Crazy time, but this record really gravitated towards the kids. They took a hold of it to the point where it just went rapid around the country, like around the nation, honestly. Like I started getting about 10,000 videos a day of kids dancing to this joint. And uh, it was because some kids down in, down here named Michi and, and Quan, they was already okay, doing yeah. this dance and it was just going crazy. So the wave went off. Um, I had already been digging underground for them four years straight. So the name was already buzzing. It was going crazy on the radio. Everybody was showing love. So I ended up hitting Summer Jam, which is my biggest platform at the time. 20K went crazy. And, and from there, um, you know, the labels came reaching out. But I just, I sat back, man, because cause I thought about it. It wasn't really a record I put too much thought about the writing into. And I was really thought about the direction of my career. And, you know what I mean? Made a major decision to move in another, you know what I mean, another way. Yeah. yeah speak on, you know, the, the grind that comes with being an independent artist in the game right now. Uh, in my mind, it's actually <laughs> fun, man, because I've been independent since six years old due to said situation. But I can't say for everybody that it will be the same. I try to take the fam. These is actually fam. Like, this is blood. You know what I mean? A few of them is blood. So I try to show them that it can be done, but it's going to take hard work, dedication, and grind, and funds. Like, it's going to take. You got to really invest, invest. But to me, it's, it's easy. You know what I mean? I've been doing it the whole time, even before the people came. You know what I mean? I was taking whatever I had and flipping. I've always been a hustler. You know what I mean? Yeah. Always. And what inspires you or motivates you today? Never having shit. I'm talking about young. I'm talking about zero. I remember back, man, it was this girl I liked up the street from me, man. Rest in peace. Her name was Shay. Man, I came outside one day. I was learning how to do backflips. Man, I did a backflip, man. I did that joint too low and I ain't had no underwear on because we ain't. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, we ain't, had sh we ain't had nothing, man, and it was rough, rough. Like, I stayed 93rd in Anderson, man, look it up. The hood, you know what I mean? Like, one of the roughest hoods in Cleveland, Ohio, we ain't have shit, man. Like, my brother Deontay used to go to the store and come back with about six, seven, eight big bags of chips, and that was dinner, you know what I mean? Pie crust, toast with butter for days in a row, you know what I mean? Like, that's what niggas, with some, maybe some sugar on it, maybe. Like the house was wild, man. But 
just shit like that. So it was like, because of that, I just got a, a, a hunger to just eat. Like, it's just, unsub you know what I mean? Like, it, it don't even cease. Yeah. Like, I'm just in go. And, and every time I do it, I just, I do it bigger than the last time. I don't really think about it. Yeah, so how proud of yourself are you today of how far you've come in your life then? I'm proud, but it's so deep inside it don't it don't really show. <laughs> because like it's it's not a celebration, it's step by step to me. You know what I mean? If I'm building this pyramid, I still got, got bricks to go. You know what I mean? You look at the self actualization pyramid, it's steps to get to the top of that joint. Like Everything I did, it was dope shit. I did a lot of dope shit, man. And, and I know I'm gonna do more, so just patience, yeah. drive, ambition. What's some goals you got set for yourself, whether it's short-term or long-term then? Uh, short-term, man, I plan on just turning up more with the music. I got some, some crazy visuals I wanna shoot. I wanna get my guys in path to get they shit in motion. Uh, long-term. I want to probably do some, some partnerships, some connecting up with some different people. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. And, and take off and, and go on another level, do some features. There's a couple guys out there I want to work with. A couple of them doing their thing in the industry. They're just breaking in, too. You want to mention any of them? Like, yeah, manifested? Uh, uh, shout out to Seti Hendrix, man. I'm, okay. I'm going to get a joint in with Seti. Uh, <clears throat> I'm definitely going to work with Wale because that's, that's been one of my motivators for over the years. Definitely going to work with him. Uh, Don Tolliver. Uh, man. I'm trying to bring some vibes out. If I, I'm going to definitely try to work with Lil Tecca too. Okay. But... You know what I mean? I'm, I'm still stepping through. I'm kicking at the door. I'm coming for show. Yeah. Ohio's top. Uh, a few years ago, you dropped that song, Pussy So Good, man. This shit went crazy, man. Talk about that record, and did you, did you expect that type of response from it? Man, listen, the times around that time was so wild, but putting, it's crazy, putting together that whole EP, man, was probably like a two-hour process. I was literally in my basement. <laughs> put together this project, man, and I reached out to the shorty. I met up with her at this uh, award show and I pitched her the concept and she was just like, let's do it. But man, that was right around the time I was telling you I was starting to try to get into the melodies and everything, but Pussy So Good is definitely a crazy, it's a crazy record to me, man. I honestly didn't think the people would take to it the way they did. Like, I, I got people that still reach out to me saying that's in a playlist nonstop. It's one of the top joints for me ever. To me, it's a crazy vibe, man. I, I, I'll never downplay it. it. It flew way different than I expected. Yeah. Visual by the hit, 18 mil, 19 million. Yeah, this shit's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> 
like, shit's out of there, man. Just, uh, just, yeah, I mean, I used to think about, man, the amount of people that's just staring at me on the screen, like, <laughs> like, come on, young. Yeah. I don't know what they doing over there, but the comments, they be funny, though. <laughs> What's some of the best comments you remember seeing, man? This dude look, this dude look like Dave Chappelle. Like, oh. all type of, like, <laughs> Dave Chappelle got him a freak and all type of, like, um, <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Uh, what else they say, man? Like, they be, mostly they be talking about the shorty, man, and that she naked. Man, it, it's some wild joints on there. A lot of it be love, too. I could get a lot of love across all platforms, man. It's really starting to, like the song starting to blow up across all platforms too. Okay. Yeah. They gravitating away from the video. Yeah, talk about the project you put out last year. This for the East Side. This for the East Side, man. Look, man, the East Side is is what I rep, that's what I push, that's what I lead. That's the whole East Side of Cleveland, Ohio, man. If somebody wanna step outside of their pride and, and walk with the movement, be my guest. Just know this for the east side, man, until I'm done. And you see that three up high? Shoe did it. But man, I, I put together that project because it basically embodied everything I just spoke about. Yeah, you know I mean, as a whole, and what we dealt with and, and all of the good and the bad, like, like everybody said back here, it get real wild, it get real deep. Like, one of the heavier drawings on there was, was prevalent to a street I spoke on earlier in the interview. Like, I got a little cuz with me. Like, I really want to let him and the rest of them speak on that situation alongside me. That was in a, in a I say probably like a, not even 12, probably a nine month process. We lost cuz, auntie and uncle, all out the same crib. Like, go ahead, speak up, speak on it, man. It's crazy, like, when I left one by one, like, I was 2019, I was in school still. High school, just trying to get through playing basketball, you know. Got a call, man. Phone blowing up, like, 7 a.m., I'll never forget it. For real. 7 a.m., my phone blowing up, I'm like, what's going on? They called me, they like, just waking up so it's like it's crazy like it's just all like it's hitting me like and I get up and I just I just go crazy like so and so forth. So that go on my brother in a deep deep hole. Like my brother in a deep deep hole because like my mom like that's that's his best friend. Like backbone. Like he needed her. So he was like he was stuck. Like, I don't really know it's like, it's crazy, like, so that go on 2020, I graduated. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the living room, we about to, I was just going, about to come down to Cleveland, too, like, I'm about to come down there, visit my brother, you know, because I know he's been going through it, so I'm about to visit him. I get a call. I'm like, no. They call me, they're like, your brother in the hospital. Shot in the head. I'm like, nah, not my brother. We never just go like that. You know? 
2021. That was same year. Same year, no, it was the same year, right, exactly. Same year, a couple months. My uncle. I lost my uncle. His mother's brother. My mother's brother. And I lost my brother. So four. Four. Within a year and a half. That's rough times right there. I speak about all that on that project that's for the east side. <clears throat> I speak about coming up in the system, coming away from the bottom. Like when I came back down to the hood, like I moved in with my aunt, little cuz, and, and, and the other little cuz. And then my little cuz, Tasia. And it was just like, I basically watched them grow up. So from my standpoint, I'm on my way to Cleveland. This, 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 my aunt, she like my mother. Like this where I done lived. This where basically my career started. This where I pushed my career out of every video at the same house. So I'm on the road. I'm just, I'm talking to just a shorty on the phone. I'm on the road. I get a call from my sister. I tell shorty, I'm gonna hit you back. My sister like, Tell me my auntie not gone. You know what I mean? Tell me my auntie not dead. I'm like, what do you what you mean? And she kept saying it and, and she was frantic. So I got an eight-hour trip up to Cleveland. I was going every other every other month at the time. So <clears throat> I get off the phone with her. I'm really trying to like like process it, you know what I mean? And I get up here because this is where I really pull up to when I get right to the city. So my aunt really gone. Like, I got all type of shit that I gotta do while I'm there. I really go up to the city and move around, but she really gone and I already got all this shit. Like, I'm just really moving around, really just like tight chested, you know what I mean? Like, stiff, but I, I'm still having to do a lot of shit. So I got a link with Lil Cuz, cause I got a video shoot that I want them to be in, all of them. I get with Lil Cuz, <clears throat> he with me, and since it's kind of like I raised him, he don't even really got the 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 grimace. The, like he ain't really hurting beyond his mother. So I leave from that trip, and I'm back in the city, not even a month, and I get a call. He gone. A few months later, Unk gone. I'm like, yo, what? It Wild times, man. And I put this together, I mean, I put this project together out of pain and, 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 and you know what I mean? And I processed it all, man. This for the east side. Yeah. Sure, That's it was therapeutic, kind of just for you know, sure. being able to vent through, through the music about it. I said that as a legendary, man, people don't even know how much stuff didn't happen in that house for like good times, bad, all that, like. Colfax. That's what that's where everybody looked up at. You feel me? That's where everybody everybody stayed there. Like baby, like that spot was that. So shoot, looking ahead, man. What what's the next project, man? You got something in the in the tuck or shoe program, nigga. Do it like that. It's time to really show niggas how to get around these systems. 
the process of putting your head down and, and grinding like it's, it's no yesterday and, and tomorrow ain't never gonna come. And getting to this shit and, and understanding what's gonna come with it. Cause around that same time I left VA and lost all them, I lost my right hand too, to a chest shot. And all that was just like, I gotta go. Cause if not, some more people gotta go. What type of vibes should fans expect to hear on the project then? Man, they gonna get that real. To be honest, <clears throat> it ain't even always about the seriousness cause we gonna give them that jolly with shit like Splash. Featuring Cuz. Yeah, shout out Filth and them. Only native sounds, man. But they gonna get bounces and they gonna get that talk. They gonna they gonna understand why I'm the top. Period. It ain't nobody close. I'm in my own lane, and I'm I'm really relaxing. Top of the year, we should expect it, or? Yeah, I was pushing for the top of this year. I got a big, big, big. Concert coming up New Year's Eve. I saw that flyer you just posted. Yeah, we're going to go crazy. Pack the grog shop out. And uh, I don't know, man. Maybe around my birthday, which is the top of 24, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have something ready. It's going to be like an EP. Okay. I'm going to have something ready, man. But as they always do, man, they're going to love it. They're going to want some more. And I got it. I got it, man. Uh, go ahead and plug your social media so everyone knows where to find you at so they can, you know, find out when the new music drops. Look, man, you can catch me, Ohio's top spitter, Suicide Holler, at S-H-U-I-C-I-D-E-H-O-L-L-A. That's all platforms, man. It's me. And you got any other shout-outs you want to give before we wrap it up here? Man, shout-out Suicide Music Group. Shout-out the whole east side, man. Shout-out Cleveland, too. We ain't never forget about you, man. I'm pushing for everybody. Don't forget that. Shout out, Coco. Shout out, no good to label. Shout out all the teams, man. Shout out the whole Cleveland East Side, like you said, we the whole move. On the shreds, I get a lie. She fed like my fit just fly. Put her legs up high in the sky. On the bed, like I'm